0: guys what's up and welcome to pondering god's cast this is episode 5 lemon scented you yeah that's right now you too can smell like lemons i'm not <laughs> sure if
1: you, it's not sure if you want fresh.
0: yeah i don't know why you <laughs> want to smell like lemons it's you know it's i mean it's a nice smell but i don't think i want that on my person you know just i like
1: beer. lemons <laughs> i mean yeah. it's it's oh. a nice clean
0: smell it's a nice clean fresh smell like i would i would do it for like my furniture or something or, you know what i'm <laughs> saying like or, or mopping my floors i'm like yeah this, this this is great i don't know if i want it on me but anyway, <laughs> yeah i don't think um, i would use it as
1: a perfume uh no, i'll stick with a uh, rose scent <laughs> yeah
0: it'd be, it'd just be weird just want to i smell like lemons <laughs> uh but anyway uh with me today is Alyssa specter hello and I'm your host, Lance John, the other host, co-hosts, stuff like that, yes.
1: Co-hosts with the most.
0: Yes. And uh, <laughs> we're going to jump right into this episode of American Gods, episode 5, which is also called Lemon Scented You. <laughs> uh, you know, this uh, this particular episode was, um, uh, I believe, it. this episode was directed by Vincenzo Natale. So, oh. Yes, uh, he's one of. I guess he's one of the director for that one or something. But if you know who he is, then you know his work, which is you know mostly animated stuff. Um, well, no, he has an animated background, I should say. Um, you know. Um, oh, did he
1: do the uh, the opening scene mm-hmm. for the the coming to America? Oh, yeah, his. Yep. Yeah, I figured it. Yeah. That that type of animation looks very familiar. I've probably seen it like somewhere else
0: yeah like he's done a few things uh some stuff that's been pretty iconic like johnny moronic um you know it, he's done that ginger snaps and a few things over the years uh-huh. um and yeah he has like a bit of a uh animation background and stuff like that so it all it all comes into play plus he did a few episodes of the strain he did an episode of westworld blue cage you know and this is like the previous <laughs> so he's been around he's been there he's been doing his thing for a while like you know so the guy has a um, pretty nice accolade of stuff that he's been doing for like 20 something years now um, cool. so yeah that's uh, I-, I wanted to mention that just because of the uh, opening coming to America story was um, you know is an animated it was actually pretty well done very bloody uh <laughs> And we it's got. Very to see
1: cool. I mean, It wasn't very bloody. At least I don't remember if it was very bloody. I just remember seeing well, a like, lot of brainess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like I mean I I considered bloody because you know children died and oh, they were like eating yeah. raw meat and
1: I forgot <laughs> like, that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, a child died. Not you know not a bunch of children. Just you know, just one child. <laughs> and then handing them pieces of meat because it seems from what from the story they were trying to tell is like it's a nomad tribe you know um I'm guessing the ice age
1: time? That's, that's what i thought because there were a lot of mastodons and it looked like they were worshiping some kind of uh mastodon guide who some god who died like a long time ago yeah. um I wasn't sure I was trying to pinpoint like okay what culture is this now come to America? And I figured it must be something like uh, something indigenous or Native American. And it looked yeah. like I kept thinking, like, oh, these must be uh, the Native Americans. They say that, you know, they came to America on the, you know, the, the Bering Land Bridge? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like many, many, many years ago. Uh, yeah, supposedly they, they came. That, yeah. They cross there from like Russia or Siberia. I forget where the Bering Land Bridge is located, but uh, supposedly it comes somewhere from Asia or east, um, eastern Europe or something. I forget yeah, my history.
0: Yeah, I think it's there. That little migration. Yeah, I think it's about right. Um, how that. Uh, came like they yeah just that whole migration from one side of you know one you know when we had that ice bridge (laughs) yeah because
1: because with the clothing they were wearing it looked like you know very they look like shamans or the headdresses look very like uh if you look up like siberian shamans like they wear headdresses like that uh with, Mm -hmm. with the antlers and stuff
0: (laughs) which which coincidentally that god that they call forth at like almost at the end of that short looked a lot like the buffalo um yeah yeah yeah, like it was like but it was like a bigger version like you know more gnarly looking with all the uh the horns like multiple horns from what i can understand
1: yeah i i I couldn't get the name of the they gave the god a name but i i don't remember what it was called
0: I'm not even going to try to pronounce that one.
1: Nope. Because <laughs>
0: like, when they said it, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, going like, to look you know, it
1: up and be like, ooh, what, is, what mythology is this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was it was very interesting. And they said that, oh, it's forgotten. So I was like, hmm, is it quite forgotten? Because it looks a lot like the damn buffalo that he uh, Shadow Moon saw in, like, the first episode. So it's like, yeah. And it looks like a lot like the buffalo that's on the cover of their show. <laughs> like, that, you know that was next to the car and you know shadow moon and mr Wednesday sitting on the car there um so mm, maybe i don't
1: know maybe. but it was just maybe. interesting how it showed that uh it's basically focusing on like how gods die when they aren't worshipped and
0: yeah no love uh, i thought,
1: thought that was interesting
0: <laughs> yeah and uh yeah then it just goes into the episode you know this time um not so much about Laura moon uh more about you know back to like the story and
1: well, well it still starts it's there's, the episode oh, it's off, starts right, right? out it starts off where we left off uh yeah. where laura finally meets up with the the shadow again and for some reason shadow doesn't seem to be weirded out so much to see <laughs> like like oh laura you're alive He's more distressed about, like, why did you cheat on me than, like, oh, she's alive. Yeah. The dead came back to life.
0: <laughs> I, I You know what? I, I liken that, that whole exchange as unfinished business. You know, like, yeah. you know, I've heard people say this about people they've lost. Like, they wish they had a chance to say and get answers from XYZ, you know? So I feel like maybe that's what he was doing and given all the weird shit he's seen so far because he seems like he's going a bit crazy because he doesn't he doesn't he's not he's not fully there yet he's still not this is like the fifth episode he's still not fully there yet like i don't know what's going like even well we'll get to that part but like he was just like he was like all right this is happening. I might as well ask what I wanted to know. <laughs> you, you know? Like
1: maybe maybe you think she's still not real. Like this is all in his head.
0: Yeah, somehow. he probably thinks that. Yeah. And then like, I like how you threw the pillow at her. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was funny. I was like, well, that, that's one way of doing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that, that I found the whole thing was um, a bit of an interesting exchange. And she's just, my man, she's a jerk. <laughs> just like yeah oh God.
1: i mean she's like brutally honest which i think is kind of cool but at the same time she's still not a good person uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i would i would understand brutal honesty if you're a nice person i mean that's fine you can be brutally honest and nice but this she's just like mm,
1: well like she doesn't she doesn't seem to have guilt over anything or maybe she does and she's just not showing it but she just seems to be like whatever about everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, which is like, um, even though she still cares
1: about Shadow, but I'm wondering if the reason why she cares so much about Shadow is because of you know the, the power of the coin, but which we'll get and, into.
0: <laughs> and then, like, and then I guess the power that he irradiates because there is um that area where they um she kissed him. Yeah. And she felt her heartbeat. So I was like, oh well i don't like when wait does shadow have the power to bring back people from the dead <laughs> like <laughs> or maybe temporarily or something like that or just 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 maybe like a side effect of his um whatever power that he possesses
1: maybe or maybe there's some kind of link it has to do with the coin because he touched the coin maybe it has to do with like the last person who touched i i don't know <laughs> i'm trying to figure this out logically like why is this all happening
0: yeah like Go how ahead. is it happening yeah. yeah um but yeah the you know like not soon after that that's when the cops came a knocking um and uh which you know it was kind of like when they came and they arrested um him uh well no actually before that a crow now this is a new new person a new I guess a new god or a messenger
1: uh, I think yeah. he's, he's just a I think he's associated with Mr. Wednesday and you know, uh, okay. it's, it's implied that Mr. Wednesday is, is Odin. And I think right. Odin had like two crow messengers. And if you notice, mm-hmm. there's always like, a, like two crow, one or two crows hanging around, um, Them all the Mr. Time, Wednesday, yeah. which, which is it, interesting. Cause if you think back to the last episode, uh, about Laura Moon's, you know, whole backstory, if you notice like the scene where, uh, where Robbie comes over, like, a second time uh, Mm. and knocks on the door, you notice that there is, like, a crow uh, on, like, a lamppost or something, like, kind of, like, watching, you know, the house or watching the whole scene take place. So, gotta Mm. wonder what that's all about.
0: Yeah, I wonder if he had anything to do, with... Uh, cause it, I don't know. I don't. I still don't trust Mister Wednesday. He's he's one one shifty character. I gotta say. Um, and yeah, it seems the crow been around, and like the crow was there when she came out of the. Like no, well it was kind of no. Was it before? Right before she emerged from the grave, I remember seeing some sort of bird, but I, I could be wrong. <laughs> don't I don't
1: remember. I don't really remember. I have to yeah. look back
0: rewatch (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah that that was you know when the crow came to him he you know I'm guessing it was reported to Mr. Window like hey so uh, Laura Moon is alive and trying to seduce you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shadow or maybe he was informing him that the police were on the way I, I, I don't know
0: yeah, it it doesn't really say he, you know, there's really n- nothing that went on with that. Cause, you know, it's not too long after he showed up at his um, room. Um, yeah. Um, he, like he was trying to get inside or actually trying to get him to leave, I think.
1: Uh, and
0: because um, it, it seems like that's what was, like, that's what he was trying to, like, figure that one out, like how he was going to do it. But I was like, yeah, okay, sure, cool, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that whole thing with the cops now, <laughs> when they got them in the precinct and they were, like, talking, like, she was, you know, um, what's her name? Um, Buffer, I believe her name is, in, in the um, the female cop. Uh, um, I don't
1: even remember the names of the cops.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like Buffer and Cambro or some shit. Like, it was weird. <laughs> it was like, that's, a, that's the only reason why I remember their names. I was like, that's just Buffer. Okay, sure. It's probably a last <laughs> name. Uh, it could be, yeah, it could be their last names that they were using. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but that whole exchange, like, how they was like, well, how did you find us? And he was like, um, she was like, well, you know, we got a fax machine. <laughs> we got a fax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, who the fuck faxes anymore? But I was like, that was interesting. And, like, um, then they, like, alluded to, like, oh, they pissed off some really um, important people for them, you know, to find them like that. Mm. Um, which I, I found interesting. Um, you know, like, because I was like, well, I was wondering who that was all, about. like, you know, what that whole exchange was all about. But uh, I guess we, I guess we found out. But then again, like, like just like the crow, we don't know what the crow told Mr. Wednesday. I don't know if he told, like, if it told him about Laura Moon or the cops or both or what. And we don't know who sent this fax to the cops to find them so precisely you know
1: well i i think uh, it's implied who took the pictures but which we find out later on in the episode but uh i still don't know that that whole thing confused me
0: <laughs> yeah it was just, it was just weird i was like okay sure um but it was like all right whatever uh but then this whole very bizarre exchange with what one two three four gods in one room
1: (laughs) (laughs) well even even before that uh you know we there was a scene where it looked like um technical boy who we saw in the the very first episode he's just walking around and all of a sudden like some weird technical device like latches onto his face which is what he used on shadow i guess in the first episode and then we see (laughs) he's in his limo and mm. freaking David Bowie comes out, know? <laughs> which is actually, uh, I guess, media played by yeah. you know Gillian Henderson. Uh, but I was like, wow, this is freaking fantastic! <laughs> like, why is she like?
0: Why David is she Boy. David Bowie? <laughs>
1: uh, I guess basically telling Technical Boy that um, you know their boss is not happy with how Technical Boy approached Shadow. Mm. uh in the first episode so and i just thought that whole yeah. scene was cool just because of the whole oh, deal, yeah, it we see. Cool.
0: yeah i was like why because it's out because mr windsor is making it sound like oh he has to go fight them and then they're like well let's make peace <laughs> you know well yeah, i was like wait what i'm confused they don't want yeah fight. i think
1: he i think it's implied that technical boy was was you know he thought he was doing something good uh mm knowing what Shadow was up to with Mr. Wednesday, but I guess he wasn't really following orders or he was going yeah, it seems against like he
0: overstepped. orders. Yeah, it seems like he really overstepped his bounds. Um, and they, they they touched upon the whole hanging thing and um, how that looks really bad. And, <laughs> you know, they were like, you know, he's black. And come on, you're, you know, you're white and you're like hanging a black dude. Like, what, he's like, sorry, know?
1: man, that, that wasn't cool.
0: <laughs> you know, like...
1: But he's he supposed sounded, to be... It's weird. He's like supposed. To, I don't know if he's supposed to represent technology because he's called Technical Boy, or I think you know because the novel, the 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 book was first written I think like in the late nineties, um, okay. but you know the show they're making it more like in present day. So I think in the show he's like they, the, he's like they the made internet. him. He's more <laughs> like like the personification of the internet, which is probably why he curses so much and acts yeah. like an edgelord. pretty much yeah 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 uh so it's interesting
0: yeah i thought it was really funny and i was like uh huh so because i I was i was kind of shocked that he touched on that specific aspect of the hanging and that you know how it looks and it's like come on that's not cool and everything like that i was just like oh okay they addressed that you know which is you know because i think some people that watched the show were not really uh they took you know, they didn't really like that that um, vis- that that part of the show. Like, you know, it, it seemed so for some people, it was, like triggering. So it was like, mm-hmm. okay, at least they they addressed it in some way. Yeah, but it was like, all right. Um, but yeah, that that exchange with David Bowie and Technical Boy that was funny. Um, yeah, that that was yeah.
1: really cool. The... She, she makes
0: a very pretty good David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, Gillian Anderson's great. Uh,
0: yeah, she's like a damn she... chameleon. Should we also, like, should
1: also talk about mad sweeney <laughs> oh <laughs> that yes. whole scene that scene was great that was like the best scene in the whole episode oh, yeah.
0: like i keep forgetting how strong she is now uh laura moon and it's just like she's like nope i'm keeping this coin and this is what's gonna happen and i'm gonna break your fingers multiple times And <laughs> I'd, like,
1: I'd like to know how she knew that she had a coin insider like, oh, okay, now she knows. When Mad Sweeney confronts her and is like, "Give me back my, give me back my coin," she's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> like, That's-
0: I, 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 would, I just want to know what her ultimate goal is. Like, you know, because she, she, she seemed to have one in the first place.
1: I don't know. It's, yeah, I'm wondering that too. Like, why, you know, I mean, she was brought back because of the coin, but I'm wondering mm-hmm. what she intends to do. And it just looks like she needs to help Shadow whatever in whichever way she can and maybe she's trying to find what her purpose is uh so i don't know i don't know what her goal is but
0: (laughs) yeah but (laughs) that whole exchange
1: uh, that whole exchange she just beats the crap out of mad sweeney and then the police come you know she's she's in the (laughs) and you know he tries to choke her like in the in the bathtub but you know she's already dead so of course the police come and and he's like, oh, she's fine. And, you know, she pretends to just be a corpse. And she, she's just like, oh, you're an asshole dead wife. You're an asshole dead wife.
0: Yeah, that was hilarious. I
1: was, that was hilarious. I
0: was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> good for you, I guess. <laughs> I like how and it was she- like the same set of police, too, that they went back to the, um, <laughs> the same precinct. And right before that, that's when that well, what I alluded to earlier was the uh, the four gods in one room and that whole because the way media came into the room, she was just floating as Marilyn Monroe. And,
1: <laughs> and, and shadows just like, shit out. <laughs> and shadows just like, how the fuck are you floating? And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So he's surprised that she's float. This woman is floating, but he's right. not surprised that his dead wife came back. <laughs> <laughs> like he finds dog that dog. hard to believe but not, not his wife coming back to life uh, <laughs> no, that's great she just right. comes in as Marilyn Monroe yeah, his,
0: his priorities are kind of all over the place <laughs> he's like mm-hmm, alright and then we get to meet the illustrious Mr. World
1: played Crispin by Glover. Crispin Glover he's yeah. a pretty, pretty crazy dude <laughs> I, don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean i know he was marty mcfly's dad but uh <laughs> his other roles have been have been pretty uh a
0: bit weird eccentric uh, yeah.
1: like i know if, if, the other role i know him as is, is like that guy from charlie's angels the, the charlie's yeah. angels movies <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he's uh
0: he's what i call a um uh he's what i call a uh, a a actor's actor you know, he's not like your typical, you know, like, yeah, we know he's an actor, but he's like what I think what other actors like try to be because mm-hmm. his, his stuff is so ec- elec- eclectic and it's just like all over the place. Um, I mean, he's been in and out of movies for years and, uh, you know, a little background on him. He's kind of blacklisted in Hollywood.
1: Oh, um, really?
0: Yeah, because he asks too many questions.
1: Uh, don't <laughs> for mess like with a, hollywood
0: yeah like for a good stint he was just like um no one would work with him for like almost four years or so i mean uh-huh.
1: i i did hear something like he wrote an article like criticizing hollywood and i think like criticizing steven spielberg so yeah. i I, yeah. I don't know because <laughs>
0: could- i i heard an interview with him, him specifically talking about his experience in Hollywood and stuff like that, and what's what happened to him, and um, and he he pretty much said like you know people just didn't um, they didn't like the fact that like his he he would play a character, but he would ask a lot of questions about that particular character, like why would the, you know motivations and stuff like that, and whether or not it makes sense in this in the script that's written. Mm-hmm. you know and just you know he just wanted to know what he what is what he was doing and you know according to him and other actors uh, uh what do you call it um directors and stuff like that it just wasn't something that they appreciated mm. the time but i guess you know but that's a little backstory but but anyway um him is Mr. world um amazing he was,
1: like,
0: (laughs) just blown away. And he seems like to be the strongest god there. So, I'm guessing he's the god of the world?
1: I (laughs) I don't know exactly. Like I said, I just, uh, I finally got the book, by the way. Ah, (laughs) So, So I'm going to start reading it. But from what I've heard or other fans have said, he's kind of, like, he's, like, a representation of, like, I guess, the suits or the government or the... You know, like Big Brother is watching you, uh surveillance, mm. that kind of thing. I, I could be wrong. But uh or just like progression of the world, just in general. Uh but either way he seems to be like the leader of the new gods. So yeah. I don't know his exact role. He's like it, yeah, he's was- like the men in black. Not not the movie Men in Black, but the term men in black, like you know.
0: Right, yeah. Because I was trying to figure out exactly, like, what does he want? (laughs) Because it seems like he he alluded to, like, killing everyone. It was like, he was like, or like some sort of new world order or something like that.
1: Something like that. I'm not sure what he's going for, but uh, I don't remember exactly what's going on in that scene. But I guess he was trying to make a deal with, like, Mr. Wednesday saying, oh, new gods do have a place. I mean, or old gods still have a place. Mm uh in the new world and that they inspire people they uh you know they give influence to the world people love you know and like pop culture and stuff and he was showing like some kind of visual like a rocket going into the air with the name odin on it saying basically saying like old gods are a brand Mm. so i think that was the implication saying like oh you're not forgotten you're you're considered like brand brand names in society (laughs) So, it uh, I, was
0: like, I was just confused. The whole thing just confused me. <laughs> yeah, like, that
1: whole thing confused me. I'm not sure what the... I'll have to rewatch it again and understand what what exactly was going on, but it, it just seemed like he was trying to make a deal saying like, oh, I don't want to get rid of you or have you be forgotten. I want to make you into a brand. It's like, you won't be forgotten in uh, you know, New World's you know, modern day's
0: memories, but... Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. It definitely. Like, he kept on... He went on with that whole spiel about Brandon and everything like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, before he left the room, he said something that, like, like you know, made me like, oh, really? You know, I was like... um, He was like... Because Technical Boy was pissed. He was like, oh, you're just going to let him... He's right there. He's right there. Why, why don't we just kill him? You know, and um, he was like, hey, you need to have some respect. He's older than any of us. You know, I was like wait, yeah. I'm confused. If you're because I was like, wait, I thought he was like the god of the planet. It was like apparently he's not. So either that or the planet just realized it had a god. <laughs> you know, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Um and then uh, right at the end when he uh well actually uh Marilyn Monroe blew well <laughs> media blew him a kiss and knocked out his I'm guessing two front teeth.
1: Yeah.
0: And and then he said, Oh, a gift from me to you. And I was like, What gift is that? Because it didn't really show
1: kinda like an offering.
0: Yeah, like the fact here that some... he's an
1: old god or something. I I don't know.
0: Yeah, he was like, Here's some teeth. <laughs> I was like, Mm-hmm. Okay, we got some teeth. All right. Interesting. Just like, you know. And then that's when the horror show began. <laughs> With that whole it, I was like, "Wait, um, did they kill them on the way in, or on the way yeah.
1: out?" <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what was going on after that. Like the place were dead, and it looked there was some weird. It looked like it was some weird creature uh, that was killing everybody. Like a plant?
0: Yeah, it I wasn't like sure a... if
1: it was a plant because somebody else said like, "Oh, that's the god that was that was in the the Coming to America movie," and I'm like, uh, "Oh."
0: Is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird, yeah. Cause like, it's not it, that guy dead? Like, <laughs> but um, I guess we'll find out or something like that. Uh, oh, oh, if you're, no, if you're hearing no, this no. Hmm?
1: what? Uh um, I was gonna
0: let, let the people know that. Hey, if you're hearing this weird noise in the background, there's construction next door. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Uh, no,
1: I was just going back to it. Uh, I said, like, they showed that weird cartoon where they put the name Odin, like a rocket ship. Apparently that I, that was actually a missile, I remember. It was supposed to be like a missile attacking North Korea.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. something.
1: yeah. Yeah, uh, like
0: raining down all these death, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay. that's. It seems kind of poignant to the, the current circumstances that's going on today, given that yeah. North Korea is trying to launch a missile and all this stuff. Um, I was just like okay that <laughs> mm-hmm, that's, that's not weird at all <laughs> like, uh, but yeah it, it was um interesting thing altogether like that whole exchange them coming out of the stuff of the um police precinct and then we see Matt Sweeney boom pops up again yay
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what the hell is going on yeah.
0: And he doesn't seem to be scared of much of anything but he was scared. Like he well, he like,
1: he doesn't have his lucky coins, so it's, like, every, every he's getting, like, all the bad luck in the world.
0: Yeah. And, you know, because I was like, all right. And that's what happened. He runs away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then, and then there's it's that cool. ending where it looks like some kind of morgue. And the guy working there is like, what? What is that noise coming from the morgue? And we see, like, the morgue. One of the draws, uh I guess where they keep the bodies in the morgue, like mm. pops off when we see it's Laura. <laughs> ah, right. Yeah, go.
0: she kinda she was pretending to be dead and whatnot, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I guess she's uh she goes off on her merry way to find Shadow again, I'm assuming.
0: I mean that seems to be what her whole operation is, is like Go to Shadow, go to Shadow, and go to Shadow some more, and go to Shadow.
1: (laughs) Maybe she feels like when she's with Shadow, maybe it will make her fully alive again, because right now she's a walking corpse. But like we saw when she kissed Shadow, we saw her heart was beating, so maybe she feels like he's the key to bringing her fully back to life. I don't. know. I
0: think so. Yeah, it could. Be, it could be that too as well. But like, I, like, like we said before, she doesn't seem to care. Like, she doesn't seem to. You know what I'm saying? Like, she doesn't seem to care that she's alive or dead or who she hurts or whatever. Um, no. like empathy is not really a thing for her. You know? Yeah, she
1: just she doesn't really ha- seem to have much emotion other than just like, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I'm dealing with what's happening today great
1: <laughs> like Met's you know nothing's gonna get in her way like mad sweeney trying to take her coin she's like no it's my coin and i'm going to shadow like yeah get the hell out of my way
0: <laughs> and and it seems and he also we should mention before we uh end the episode that you know he he mentioned that his coin is more reserved for like royalty which was interesting i was like oh okay i guess you know maybe because it sounds like he has more than i mean obviously he has more than one coin but it seems like he has more than one special coin
1: um maybe it's implying that he was loyalty because even though he's he's a leprechaun like I said the name the name mad Sweeney comes from like uh some kind of like old Irish tale about some kind of king who became mad or something or driven insane right. by some kind of curse so mm.
0: I mean we'll I see <laughs> <laughs>
1: but he wasn't a leprechaun so I, I I don't know yeah. if he just takes... Maybe he takes the name Mad Sweeney. Maybe he took it from a king who was called Mad maybe Sweeney. Maybe he is the
0: king. <laughs>
1: well, no. I'm saying since he's a Leprechaun, you know, this, the Mad... I don't know. Maybe he was a king. I don't know. <laughs> Unless he took the coin from a king.
0: Yeah, that's also possible. Uh, but that's interesting there. And he also alluded that um, it seems like she's dying anyway. Like, her body's going to rot away. Like, it's the, the coin doesn't sustain your body. Yeah, because
1: like, he even so. said like you know you're eventually skin and flesh is gonna fall off your bones, and when that happens, I'm gonna take the coin like right out of under your ribs or yeah. or something. And the fact it's that really, she was in water means like water makes it worse.
0: Yeah, like she he's he's very descriptive. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but which we'll blonde? Yeah, very blunt. But anyway, uh, bringing it to an end here. Uh, definitely you know if you want to hear more about this podcast or any other podcast we're doing you can head over to Um, soon to be renamed and rebranded and blah 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 just like Mr. World um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can find this particular podcast on Stitcher, iTunes and Google Play Music just look for Pondering God's Cast, and can't miss it very big you know neon color uh, thing signs and all that good stuff Uh, but anyway we appreciate you for listening we catch you next episode bye for now
1: bye guys